Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm wearing heart-shaped glasses. And it's not because it's Valentine's Day. It's because my eyes are super swollen from, I don't know. I'm a swollen bitch this weekend and I'm trying to stay. None of my clothes fit. I saw some pictures yesterday of myself that I really, really hate. Like that if, like that are truly something's different with my body. I have definitely changed. And I just want to say, if you relate to that, it's okay. My body needs to be this way right now. I need to be... not fitting in all my clothes. There is a reason for it. And it's none of my business what my body is doing right now. And I'm perfect the way I am. It's the way that I was meant to be. And that's what's getting me through today because it is very hard when your clothes feel tight. It is so uncomfortable. And when you already feel like you look down at yourself and you don't really recognize, something happened to my body in the past couple of days and I don't recognize my lower half. It's just changing. I don't know if it's like this is the time as a woman where you just go from, like I, 
I'm on a tangent here. I'm so, I want to no, intro you, tangent. Andrew. So I've been watching last night. I've been watching the Playboy um, documentary, Secrets of Playboy, and I've also you gotta watch. We need to talk about Cosby. I believe it's on Hulu. I watched it on Showtime. It's so good. I'll talk about it in depth in the way that we should later, but I just want to say that there's so many. You see women that were like the hottest women of their time in the 70s, 60s, like all these women that you they see you see pictures and they couldn't be tinier and more like the object of what I uh, my my sick brain says is perfection. Perfect, yeah. And then you cut to them as, you know, 50, 60-year-old women when they're coming out with these stories. And this is the sickest thing to even be paying attention to this. They look, there's so many of them that I'm like, first of all, all these women are so strong that I'm like, you don't even pay attention to that. But I'm, I just noticed like, there's no, there's no stopping what will happen to my body. When you get older, your metabolism slows and your body just gets softer because you are more prone to falling and your bones need to be protected. You're, it's not good to be thin when you're a tiny when you're, uh, you know, more prone to falling and like your body needs to protect itself from breaking a hip. Otherwise you need fat on you. That's why women get bigger and you slow down and all that stuff or like your metabolism slow down. I don't know if it's happening to me. Like this is a weekend. It decided to like your, it's your time or something like that. But whatever it is, I woke up, I was really in a bad mood this morning. I was taking it out on whoever I was around, just kind of being grumpy. It was giving me a headache. It was just and it was all because of how my clothes fit and how I looked in these pictures last night that just truly changed my mood in such a way that it's just, I, before I saw those pictures, by the way, the pictures that were taken when I was happy and then hours after I was happy with that same body that was in the pictures and then I yeah. see the pictures and then I'm unhappy. Whereas I'm happy and I'm, 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 and I'm unhappy because that's what I look like right now. But really I was happy that whole time when I wasn't thinking about that and so, I was, you know, I went to the, the pool area today and I see all these women with bodies that I was like, God, I used to look like that or I'll never look like that. I'm just going to all these places in my head, which might be true. Like I could be hit by a car tomorrow and be in a wheelchair and I'll never look like that girl again. There's no chance that I ever will or, or maybe right now. Oh, sometimes but, legs get smaller when you get paralyzed. That's true. You know, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but I just have to say that I am truly okay with it and I am, I don't, I don't care and bring it on. Like so it, no matter it? what my body wants to do, bring it on and it's meant to be and I'm not going to diet. I'm not going to exercise. I'm not going to do fucking anything to mess with, to try to control it. Because when I do that, things get wonky. What I did realize is that this is kind of correlated. I'm trying to pay attention to things in my life that are like, I'm not feeling healthy is essentially what's going on here. I'm feeling itchy in my own skin. I just don't feel healthy. I don't look like myself when I feel my healthiest. And I think I got to stop doing Diet Coke, which is just, that's the only thing that's changed in my diet. I'm just like living on Diet Coke and it's not supplementing for food. I'm not, I'm just going to go, Nikki, you've noticed something. You had your fun with Diet Coke. You had a little relapse. It's time to go. So that's all I'm going to do, I have to say. I, and that's a different me than has been in the past of like when I have these, in the past when I had these moments, and this has been my whole life of waking up one day and being like, wow, I've gained so much weight. It's all in my head, you know, but like I just feel so different and it feels out of control. It feels like this is the beginning of whatever, my body will never be what I want it to be. No one will ever be attracted to me any, again. All these things, I better hold on to whatever I have now because he seems to like me and no one else, you know, like, and, 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 and not feeling sexy around him, whatever it is. 
I know now I used to just go, okay, I used to draw up a diet plan and start counting my calories and start starving myself the, on this day. I used to go to the gym and go, I'm going to spend two hours there mm-hmm. and I'm going to spend so much time in the gym that I don't have to eat. And I'm not going to do that this time. Like, cause I'm feeling, this is the first time in my um, eating disorder recovery that I've really felt like so uncomfortable in my skin. And I felt like, wow, this whole no exercise, eating what I want is like actually starting to backfire, but it's not. I just, whatever caused me to gain a little weight is what I needed to get through the past couple weeks. I didn't do anything wrong and I'm not going to fucking diet or exercise at all unless I want to get exercise for my like mental health mm-hmm. and I want to just sweat and have some fun or because I'm just not hungry. That's the only two reasons I'm not going to eat. And I just want to say that because I just know this feeling that I'm feeling this morning, I just am so familiar with it and I haven't felt it for years because it just hasn't come up and I haven't been wearing jeans for years, but these jean shorts I put on today are just like, oh boy. Um, And I know it's common for fucking everyone listening. Literally everyone listening feels this way. You don't have to do a 180 with how you've been doing things. You can just do a small thing like this Diet Coke thing. I know it's not healthy. It doesn't make Mm -hmm. me feel that much better. I'm doing way too many of them. Maybe that's the thing to cut out of instead of punishing myself with exercise and making myself uncomfortable for starving. Not having a Diet Coke isn't going to make me sad. Whereas if I starve myself, that's sad. Um, so that's all I was, wanted to say. I wanted to get that out there. My, someone out there might need it. I know I need to just be accountable for that and say it out loud. No, I completely understand but happy Valentine's Day. what you're saying. I, it's <laughs> funny. When I get in an elevator with a mirror... Every who's Amir? Huh? Amir, he's a really fit guy. Amir Cat. That's on. Um, that's one of our PAs on Perfect Strangers. Yeah, too. he's a great guy. Yeah, he's really but he's chill. just got such a good body, and it makes you feel insecure. It does. I go, God, if I could just be a mirror. When you get into an elevator with a reflection. Yeah, I constantly like even if it was five minutes before I got in the elevator and I already saw my reflection, I'll go, Oh, I look different, or something's different, yeah. or I'll look better, or I'll look worse. Mm-hmm. Like I do that sh- same shit too. So I definitely relate to like and just one- constantly questioning mm-hmm. what my body looks like today. Did I have too much sodium last like last night, you know, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. You're going to eat shitty. Like it's in your brain. It's, it's in your the DNA. It's the American tradition. It's, you got to destroy yourself. It's like the holidays, you know? You don't have to, <laughs> I but. you're going to say Holocaust. I really did. Well, <laughs> your fucking asshole thinks it is today. Oh, God. It really does. You're I putting lost. down dips, layers of things. I got a Monte Cristo sandwich, which is. Oh, my God. I, I, I think whoever Monte Cristo was, like he you're... died young of a heart attack. <laughs> Because that guy, there's no way that was his sandwich. What is a Monte Cristo? It's like, I'm picturing cheese, salami. Um, like ham, turkey, cheese on right. a brioche bread with chipotle We want to see how many animals we can... Layer up. Yeah. yeah. That we can kill in one sandwich. Yeah. 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 It's weird. They don't even kill the animal. You have to eat the whole thing. Um, um, yeah. So <laughs> so I ate that. And then we, I got pizza, too. I was like, it's Super Bowl. Like you just... Yes. You convince yourself. That it's... Well, but it's you holidays. know what? It's, it's okay. It is, it is a holiday. Yeah, it's a holiday. And everything on TV is telling you to drink and eat. And it's and it's fine. And it's first of all, it's one day. It's not the holiday season, which yes. so many people just justify that kind of behavior for you know weeks, kind mm-hmm. of. But I just, everyone, dieting is just, it doesn't fucking work. And, you know, making healthier choices works, but pretty much dieting equals denying yourself. And uh, exercising to burn calories or, like, burn fat when it's painful 
like when you are just t- when your body's tired, I understand pushing through for like mental fortitude. But if you're looking at the calories on a treadmill, you're not you're or looking up how many calories you burn. You're you're micro trying to fucking micro. you're trying to punish yourself yeah. because none of that is something you would do to your child. You know what I do? I started lifting again and I just found a great point of like where I don't destroy myself. Yeah. But I see results that I'm happy about just in like whatever. One, my mental is so much better. I mean, lifting, after. they say, I mean, and by they, I mean, Sam Harris says is like doing, you know, mental. A, 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 a weights regimen for the, your whole life is the best thing you can do for your, your mental and, and physical health. Yeah. And I just need to keep it. Like where it's manageable, where you don't get sad when either you miss it and you feel like, oh no, I'm I'm missing out, or no, just do it when you, you when you feel like you want to, yeah. and not make it about this. We are so base, we're so obsessed with streaks. I I missed Wordle one day and my streak of playing Wordle every day and not <laughs> yeah, it's broken. And I had this little pang of like, you fucked up, Glaze. Now that feeling of uh, you fucked up, any type of feeling where you're disappointed in yourself is going to lead to abusive behavior towards yourself that can, you know, um, snowball Mm -hmm. into uh, really hurting yourself rather with, you know, physical fitness, like injuring yourself. Like I, any type of self uh, not being nice to yourself is going to incrementally add up and, um. I think you're so right, like the the missing one day, saying like, I go to the gym every day, and then you miss one day, and it's like, then then it's done. Yeah. Then you stop. Or I ate shitty last night, and I was like, fuck, dude, I was doing so fucking, you get that thought, like, I was doing so fucking good, man. You I was know? fucking eating fucking egg whites. I, I had a, sa- a poke bowl but for lunch. The thing. And then I'm like, fuck, I had the same. No, yeah, I know, I know. everyone feels that yeah, way. I know. It, and that's such a common thing of yeah. just like, okay, throw in the towel, like, I feel so flabby and gross today like for me i feel like out Mm -hmm. of shape i feel like just i feel lumbering i feel slow the last thing i want to do is work out but if later today i feel like i want to just like get my blood pump in not to burn like i'll do it but if i don't and if i don't change anything i do besides not but the thing is you know what i do change i'm not saying that if you feel like upset about the way your body looks or feels truly do nothing because that wasn't my solution. My solution was talk about it like this. First of all, this is part of my solution is being very honest about what's happening and how I'm feeling Mm -hmm. because you need to put it into words, whether, whether, whether it is in a journal or just talking to yourself or leaving a voice note for a friend, fucking leave me a voice message on my, uh, on my IG. I will maybe not even listen to it, but the fact that you say it out loud, um, it, it will help you get honest and then see what you can change. First of all, that's already a change. If you decide to journal or say your feelings mm-hmm. out loud, that is a huge change that can lead to you feeling better in your body tomorrow, whether it is it actually physically manifests, which it probably will. But the, the change does not have to be taking on, reading a new diet book, going to a spin class, um, unless that makes you feel good and you're not doing it, but th- for uh, any other reason than to feel good. Now, this is like stuff that I've worked on extensively in eating disorder recovery. So, and if obviously I always put this out there, if anyone wants to know what I did to get recovered, you can always uh, DM me and just write, you know, a- eating disorder help all in all caps and I'll hopefully see it. But I just want to say that it's a long road to feeling this way, but I'm so grateful today that my, I had a little self-loathing today, which is okay. 
Like even that, I'm like, you need to feel sorry for yourself because your jeans are tight. You need to be a little sad and go, I'm yeah. fat and I don't like my, I'm not going to look good on Perfect Strangers 2. I'm going to look different <laughs> than Perfect Strangers 1 and people are going to call but me it's things been so online. so many years. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. But Cosby I, was raping last time and, we had a show. And it just put, I just want to say that like this is just such a win for me to say today that I'm not going to diet or abuse myself with exercise. That is a fucking win for my body, for my mind, more so than any diet could give me is that think, I'm not going to hurt myself. Do you think next time you see a photo, you how long did it take you to cuz it sounded like initially you were it fucked it fucked you up. Well, there were multiple photos from different angles so it yeah. it was a confirmed from every angle. <laughs> oh god. And like I a- was I remember feeling very uh, my best self in the picture. I was wearing yeah. a swimsuit and I was um just like sucking it. I remembered feeling knowing that that photo was going to matter to me later how I looked yeah. so trying my best and it really was, I want to say, 200% different than I thought it would be. So I'm not seeing myself correctly. Um, But what I know to be true is that I have been that size. I have been that before. Yes. And I was loved, happy, Mm -hmm. successful, all the things. So if I stay that size or even get bigger, I'm going to be fine. But the truth is I fluctuate. And I need to be that size right now. I was in a boat. Maybe I needed the extra weight in the boat because it would have fucking flipped over if, if not. Like, who knows what I needed that for yesterday, <laughs> but I fucking needed it. And I mean, you swam with whales. Maybe they thought you were famous. I wanted to you know? be one of them. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to. Um, so it's just. You're happy more whale than shark day. yesterday. That is my gift to myself and you is that I, I really want for everyone to stop dieting. And, and you know I just don't want anyone uh, to be. People shouldn't be hungry. You know what's interesting about, like, like bodies and stuff and what we look at our bodies we 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 always obviously the problem areas you know where you make the fucking sharpie marks like oh you could work here work here Mm -hmm. and like i'm gonna say i have great calves right yeah when i think about my body i should go i should start with calves and probably end with like i should focus on like what's great about my body not what yes we go (laughs) we i mean it's the same thing with with our lives yeah it's like I want yeah. you. You've been quiet this time, just taking all this in. You're someone who I really, I feel like we've talked a little bit about body image in the past, you and I, and like, and you're someone who's like, even the other day when we were talking about the best compliment we can get, you're like, you know, I know what I am. I'm not like a fucking supermodel, but I accept myself. When do you have days, as we all do, where you feel like, oh, uh, I'm not what I want to be, and what do you, what do you do um, when when you're feeling like? bad in your own skin, bad body image day. Okay. I literally had this last night because I was trying to put on something that I hadn't put on in like two years and it just mm-hmm. it didn't even go up like halfway <laughs> through my thigh, like, like up my thigh. Yes. And, uh, and so like as a result, I had to miss something because of it. And, um, oh, God. I don't know. I just feel really bad in the moment and I do have a lot of negative self-talk and I can't help it. Um, but then like, I've never been one to be obsessed with what my body looks like. So mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit easier for me to let go of it and just accept, okay, well I know what I have to do in order to fit in those pants again. <laughs> um, and I'll do it. And what you have I- to do, is it a drastic measure that's going to like make your life less enjoyable? Uh, is it going to make my life no, I just have to be like, are, like, ha- uh, yeah. 
So I just have to be more disciplined. I think that when I look back when I was training jujitsu like every day and I was um, like a very strict of a vegetarian diet and I was watching everything that I ate and I didn't really pay attention to how obsessive I was. When I look back at those photos, I don't like the way that I look because mm -hmm. I just like, I just remember how obsessed with everything I was instead of just being present and like enjoying the moment. So now I just want to mm -hmm. enjoy the things that I like, not really care about what I eat. I eat healthy anyway. Just, you know, yeah. And just, 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 be more aware. Do you ever of think what you're about just burning those pants? Because I did that. I I got rid of like well, seven you burnt down your frat house, so you lost a lot of clothes in that. Yeah, I mean it was, was a was that because of a, a just a bad yeah a I couldn't day? fit into these thirty twos that I fit in high school. So you, you burnt down the yeah. whole place. Yeah, so I killed like nine people, but whatever. <laughs> R.I.P. Levi's. Yeah, um, those people were the all thin of, and triggered you anyway. Of the comedian anyway, or the comedian, <laughs> the, <laughs> the frat brother. Um. But yeah, no, I did because I got rid of like, like honestly, eight pairs of pants, pants because they were skinny. And I think when I washed them, they got even skinnier. And it was like, how did I even fucking? And I laughed about it, but yeah. it was also like a mind fuck. Sometimes pants that you don't wear in a while and you put them in the dryer. Getting too long, clothes that fit but, yeah. change the game for sure. And so I, why do we? Have, I hold on to them yeah. because sometimes I get too thin, not on purpose, but in the same way that I accidentally get a little. A more bigger for my for what I feel comfortable in, and so I just know that I might end up in those because honestly, someone in my life might die, and I might like lose my app. Like honestly, I might need something to wear if s something triggers me to lose a bunch of weight for a reason that I don't know, and it's not around to be like those are my girl jeans. Because you're right, Noah. Like looking back on when I've been running five miles a day watching everything I eat, having a very, the word strict uh, comes to mind, being strict with myself, being, putting a lot of rules on myself. Everyone knows when you have a lot of rules imposed on you by other people, someday you're going to break them and you're going to break them big. And you, it's, and you resent whoever is imposing these rules on you. Mm -hmm. So being strict with yourself is not the solution. It's about being good to yourself and making choices that honestly you would, make for a if you're gonna start eating differently literally think about how you would treat your daughter and like what you would feed your daughter and if would you make your daughter if she if she needed to lose some weight would you make her like go being hungry is the worst feeling in the world don't ever do that to yourself and it is not the solution because on the other side of hunger is eating too much Monte Cristo is a Monte Cristo Oof. waiting for you <laughs> break <laughs> we got to go to the break but um we'll come back with um Let's talk about, fuck, we didn't even get to Wales, but we have so much week to get through, and I, I'm glad we talked about all this. I think it's going to help some people. It certainly helped me. Andrew! I'm coming now. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back, Andrew. Uh, let's get to the news. The news is coming, apparently. Here it comes. 
You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, boy. I hope you had a great weekend. We had a great weekend, folks. Apparently, we all had fun. Apparently. Some people were mad we haven't been saying apparently enough, Nikki. Oh, so shit. I want to say apparently. 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 Oh, I had so much fun. I, I will say that I tried to go swimming with whale sharks. My friend Ben Glebe. Um, he swells. found out. Oh yeah, all the swells, you guys. Um, Monday. Ben Glebe found out I was in Cabo, Monday. and he goes, "Hey, uh, he knows everyone. He ran for fucking president at a time. He just has a guy everywhere. He goes, I got a guy, Lorenzo. He'll take you out. He'll do whatever you want to do. He'll give you a better rate, and it'll be a private little excursion. He had a whale shark guy. Yeah, he had a whale shark. He had a fucking whale shark guy. <laughs> Same with this cocaine guy. I laid up. And Lorenzo <laughs> took us out. I have so much to say about Lorenzo. <sighs> But let me Fuck. just say, I know that you only go swim with whale sharks in La Paz, which is about two hours away. And I didn't even put two and two together that I was like, I want to go whale, whale sharking. And he was like, sure, I got you. I got you. And the next day he's like, meet me in uh, downtown Cabo <laughs> and we'll go out. And so we, on the way there, I'm like, wait, the whale sharks aren't here. Like yeah. we'd have to go. So I had seen any whale sharks today and I just started laughing and I'm like, oh no. And so. Yeah, no whale sharks were seen. I'm going out next weekend, but... Wait, what did you see? So many fucking whales. Oh. Humpbacks. But you didn't swim with them. Seals. Fish. Aww. Did you swim? Storks. Or pelicans. Uh, yeah, I, I snorkeled with fish. Um, I did not swim with the whales, but man, I saw... In Hawaii, y'all know that I saw tons of whales. This was like the next... It was so much closer up, so much more activity. I saw my first breach, which is when a whale like shoots up and then falls, but it was a little baby calf and it, it, it don't know what it was doing. It just kind of was like, <laughs> like it was just like its first breach. It was like just born. It was very tiny little humpback calf. So cute. So many sounds of you hear very, you know, if you see it from far off, these big spouts come up like a fire hydrant's going off in the middle of the ocean. You go towards the spout <laughs> and they come up and then you go over to them. I did not know how easy it was to see fucking whales in this world. Take a trip, take a flight to Cabo and then go look at the ocean. You'll at see a certain time though. A certain yeah. Time. I mean, but it's between like fucking November and May. You're going to okay. like, and I got to say the coolest part was when we got close enough, all of a sudden you go to where these whales are and then you'd wait because they go down for like 15 minutes and you wait and just hope they're going to come up in the same spot again. And sometimes you're just talking and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, five feet away, we hear like the, the sound of the blowhole coming out that close. Oh, I thought it's, it was you busting out of your jean shorts. No, it was me. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It was me doing an ass. I was holding my ass to do a silent fart. <laughs> we just talked about that the other day. Um, <laughs> Behind the scenes, but um, <laughs> then I was so this sound is such a great sound to hear them come up and do that blowhole. Yeah, and I heard so much of it yesterday that yesterday when I was walking to my hotel, I heard someone dumping trash, and it sat. I I turned my head yeah, like there was a whale next to me, and I was so excited. But it's it's my favorite sound is a blowhole coming up in the water next to me, and I I just man in another world I was a marine biologist, and uh, that's. Yeah, I always had the joke that I wanted to be a marine when I was a little girl. I wanted to be a marine biologist because yeah. I thought it was just petting whales. I didn't know you had to like measure them and yeah, like yeah, take blood samples. Yeah, and like tag them and like <laughs> learn about like knots and and their course of oh my I, god, we had the best like marine biologist patterns. teacher ever in high school. Yeah, that was a Miss McElhaney. She was like, I'm not kidding. She was like 148 years old. She Whoa. was older than marine uh, marine animals. Yeah. She, she had seen the evolution of some of them. She might have evolved from an actual uh, small whale and Whales were a, wolves. Yeah, so she knew what was happening and she would smoke cigarettes in between whales. each 
she'd go out and have a break and she, no filter and one puff whole cigarette like a <gasps> whale taken in water to breathe Whoa. down below Whoa! yeah and then she'd blow it out her blow not- hole she had a hole in the back of her neck <laughs> she had a hole in, the, in her throat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they get she their was, own blowhole someday. Someday I hope to have my own blowhole. She would teach us and f- like fall asleep for a good two minutes and then come back and go, oh, so class the you know God, the sponge of the like seahorse. Is, well, the sponge of the seahorse. <laughs> um, let's get to Sorry. the news. Yeah, so just in time for Valentine's Day, men posing with big fish on dating apps is a new trend. I feel like it's a new old trend, but still it is... It's almost like so cliche at this point that I don't even make those jokes because it's so like that joke's been made a million times of guys on dating apps posing with fish. I mean, out of 100 young men on Tinder in Virginia, 18 to 25. Okay, so what, what part of Virginia? You know, are we looking at coastal? I'm thinking coastal. Yeah. 42% have a picture, picture with, with a with fish. fish. I, I have mean, a great joke that I haven't put in a special yet and I don't want to burn it here. Really? You don't? <gasps> I haven't put that in a special yet. It's like honestly the... It was my best joke for a while, and Mike Birbiglia actually helped me write it. But um, yeah, I have a joke about that in my in my set, and I don't want to I don't want to do it now. But I will say that um, yeah, it's now it almost feels like hack to make fun of it. So forty two percent, I I mean I'll do a parts of it because I don't want to give away the big chunk. But it's I I used to make a joke of like oh what does that tell me about you that your friend had a boat one day like you went on you went on a bachelor party one weekend in the Ozarks or like <laughs> it it doesn't tell me you have a boat it tells me your friend has one and it tells me oh I used to compare I like it the to measuring thing it, I know but oh, I can't sorry, do that. that's sorry. the big part okay we can take um, it out no 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 it's okay uh <laughs> it truly you could leave it in uh, uh uh hand drop for my next special <laughs> that I'll probably not do that joke in either. But the thing that I, 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 men don't take a lot of pictures and that's why their profiles suck. And this is kind of the whole thesis of my chunk about this and my act is that men's profiles suck because women take so many pictures of themselves. They're always like dolled up. They know how to pose and men just take one picture of year and it's always you holding a fish because that's the only time you're like, oh, I want to document this. It's like your guys' school picture after you graduate. It's once a year. And you are just, it's straight on. It's by. Yeah, the only picture a man will take alone is with a fish. Is with a fish. And I don't know what you're trying to tell me. I'm like, that you can provide for me. I'm like, oh, he can go out and, and, you know, he doesn't have to slaughter a chicken tonight. He brought home dinner. Like, it just, to me, I, 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 first of all, if I see a fish in a picture, I don't want it because it's just, I don't like, my parents fish and I don't talk about it with them. I don't want to hear about, the thing that I read about fishing is that everyone goes, oh, catch and release. You know, if you, you take the hook out and just throw it back. I think there's, there's a big percentage, you know, I'm not good at remembering stats that I've read. No, but we talked about per- it on here. Yeah, a big percentage of those fish die. This, yeah, from the fish. So. Do you think, um, you know what I think it is too, is like, it. it's great lighting. Like. And oh. a way for a man to get perfect sun lighting with the water and behind. Because it's kind of a, you know, a pink, you know. And they're a, feeling confident because they've been yes. drinking all day. So they're not like that ashamed to take a picture. Yeah, yeah. So it's a way for them to look as sexy as possible. But it's like, oh, I'm holding a fish. But it's like, no, you're, you got good lighting. You know what? <laughs> if any of you guys out there, I know we have a, sorry, I know a what? Oh, I was going to say in the article, um, they asked women like which fish they found the most attractive. Hilarious. Do you want to see? Like a. What did they say? Yeah. Okay, so Andrew. The bigger, if, right? If you want, you can read. Oh, uh, yeah. So it uh, says a, uh, the survey also asked women to rate each fish. The biggest catch was the hogfish, a colorful critter. We love he, a guy with a big hog. 
<laughs> oh my god, no, that would make me so sad. I mean, what is going on with the mouth? That's a huge fish, and its mouth is Looks coming like out of its mouth. Its it almost mouth. looks like predator with multiple mouths. Double mouth. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's doing that Pringles thing where you like go like, yeah, like it does. The, on the commercial where you put yeah, two Pringles in. It does. It's exactly like that, you guys. Uh, so, so this is the love child of a snapper. It grows it up to like, twenty four pounds. I don't, I don't care, honestly. When, no, I don't. I just don't care. Can I just say that um, <laughs> any guys out there who are looking for advice on your dating profile, go to the subreddit dating underscore advice, and men will put up their profiles on there and have women help them make it as uh, like appealing as possible and give advice. And it's really a sweet community of women like trying to help these guys who are just so sincere. And you can get a sense not by putting your own up there, but by reading what these women have advised other guys, what can help. And, and generally you want a picture where you're with friends, not too many selfies. You want uh, smiling. Obviously animals is always a good thing, but around people. And I would really say uh, not more than one picture where you're drinking. It, it just is, it's too much of, of your lifestyle. And, and also avoid negative things of like, don't swipe on me if you blah, blah, like try no negative talk of like, um, hey, if, if, if you're a girl that likes drama, look the other way. Like just <laughs> st try to stay positive. Even if you're not a positive guy, you can say, I tend to be pretty cynical and sarcastic, but you can say that in a positive way because it's just sometimes guys are already so they, they do the same thing comedians do and they get ahead of the rejection by rejecting themselves. And, and it's don't not pose endearing. with a striped bass. By the way, that came yeah, in Yeah, horizontal last. striped. Yes, yeah, Because it'll bath. just it'll make, make you look, look fat. Yeah. yeah. Um, we all know that. Next <laughs> story. These are all, by the way, Valentine's Day related news. <laughs> yeah, you want a horizontal pass. I used to have a joke that I'm sure I've done on this show that when I was anorexic, I got so thin that you could see my ribs and then I had to gain weight because my ribs are horizontal stripes and it uh. to me looks so fat. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Okay. Uh, it didn't help that you painted them black. Okay. <laughs> okay. Forget height. Black rib. <laughs> yeah, I got canceled. Black Rob. That's a future one. Oh my God. Wait, are we going to talk about the Super Bowl at all? We can. Uh, what's the next news story though? Uh, forget height differentials or vast age differences. Small face, big face. Is the new is this a thing. Type of fish? Yeah. <laughs> Hogfish, striped bass face. Stri Big face, small face. So head sizes differ wildly based on factors like race, gender, and nationality. Right. But they have been getting bigger over time. Big okay. face, small face relationships come with their own specific challenges. Selfies are a big one. Perspective is an issue in photos with partners. Wait, I don't understand what you're saying. So he didn't the, finish the, the, the thing headline. that women. So women are apparently really into dudes with wide faces. According to a 2014 study of speed dating participants, guys with wide faces are thought as of aggressive, powerful, and more financially successful. A woman in a long-term relationship with another woman with a big face said big faces are trustworthy, friendly, and expressive. So uh, people like a wide face. That's maybe another. that is also, it could be like a guy who's smiling, his face is going to measure wider on Their jaw is going to be stronger. You know, if you're smiling, your face gets wider. Look, wider skinnier wider like it by even a little millimeter i do want to say though that um it reminds me of one of the super bowl ads last night that i really loved the Dion sanders one where he's with his kid did you uh, see that I, one i didn't get to see him because oh yeah because you were mexico. mexico well i got a i got a the american feed and i streamed it on my tv and 
Andrew chose to not come to my room to watch it. Yeah. I was like, you're missing the commercials, dude. But Dan <laughs> Sanders the commercials were even a thing. and his son, who I guess is also an athlete, because I... He does. Yeah, I okay. know everything about them. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay, so they're both in this commercial for fucking, I don't know, some like, fucking... Jackson State, yeah. Like a dip or something, like Toritos or something. And then at the end of it, they're like, can you handle it? They were both like kind of competitive, like being like, who's the toughest? Who who would who of us is the toughest? I'm more tough. No, I'm more tough. And then at the end, it goes to their Deion Sanders' mom, obviously, and his grandmother, the other kid's grandmother, and she goes says something to the effect of like, "No, I'm the toughest." And they go, "You?" And she's like, "How do you think I gave birth to that head?" Or something like that. It was Hilarious. It was really. It was a comment on her squeezing out his big head through her tiny vagina. It was so funny, and um, I have to say that. Uh, black older women killed it on the um, com- on the Super Bowl commercials. There were a lot of older black women that came in at the end and had a great punchline last yeah. night in all the commercials. And um, and and Snoop Dogg also looked like one too last night. No, he he uh, he looked awesome actually. I was like, I, I was trying I, to search for someone in my mind during the show that looked like an older black woman, but no one did. Well, Snoop Dr. Dre closest. did actually more. And oh, 50 yeah, Cent right. is getting a lot of hate. Uh, oh, he looks like, he a, looks like a, a fat bat yeah, when he said came down. From, oh, come on. Yeah. I couldn't tell if he was muscular or FAT. And I really don't give a shit. I just. No, he was somewhere in between. I don't know. Someone, he just hadn't performed in a while. That's all I could tell. Someone wrote a tweet like, how long was he hanging upside down? Like, yeah. Before it? I was worried about him getting down, but he just came down like a bat. I was like, ooh, this is, but that was in the music video, right? He's upside down. Yeah, he's upside down getting COVID, I think. Um, Getting COVID? A bat. I don't know. Uh, oh, bat, oh, oh, yeah. Bat out of hell, meatloaf. And um, <laughs> no, I um, I loved, I, I, I have a lot of thoughts about the Super Bowl halftime show because I'm not someone who grew up in that generation. And like, I, obviously I love um, Eminem so much and all of like the classic songs that they played. I know, but I wasn't, it wasn't like a formative part of my growing like, oh, really? my, my adolescence. Chronic no, I, was huge for, I, I know, know boys. Yeah. I think boys, like I was into like, you know, Dave Matthews band and it just skipped me, but I understand the, I don't understand it, but I can understand how impactful and so much of what it meant to me. I was underwhelmed by this. The set design was cool. Obviously, it looked like a, a white battleship, a house in the middle of the field. And I think it did not behoove this entire performance to have it still be light outside during halftime. I think it would have been much cooler in the dark. But for me, I was a little underwhelmed by I wanted more close ups. And I think that we lost a lot of like how cool these performances was were by doing the whole wide mm. shot of this set piece that e- it could have gone to each room and gone, done close-ups of the room. Whenever I saw close-ups of the room, the living room with all the guys hanging out, even with Eminem, when everyone rushes the stage and goes, lose yourself. And you saw how cool would it have been to see that as a tight shot where it looks like more impressive with all these people with a wide shot. You just saw that it was just this little group of condensed people. Do you agree with me? I know. I, I see what you're saying. It's like looking at a whole Barbie. It, it, it yes. felt like a Barbie uh, house to yes. me. And it's like, yeah. Which was cool. It was a great idea. I it's just a great idea, but I think I, I agree a lot with that because I think, you know, all these guys are such characters too. And you want to get. I want to see And we're them in the day close. and age where it's like the closer you are, Kendrick's, the more. 
Ken, the way Kendricks was shot. Yeah, I was talking to uh, was cool. Chris about this because we had a disagreement about whether or not it was like the best they could do. And he thought, you know, he had a good argument of like, Nikki, you don't understand. You're getting together these people who all have huge egos and know exactly what they want in terms of artistic style. To make anything of that amount of people that are expecting to get what they want artistically done to agree on one concept is hard. But my point was, I, I, I give that to you. I just wanted more close-up shots. I thought Kendrick's was amazing the way they did that cool thing at the beginning where they would zoom in and then it would oh, come that was out. Wild. Yeah. And you were, I liked the weekends um, last year where you were close up, you follow them around. And Chris said, you know, it, it's important to have a sense of the magnitude of how big this is. And I said, I get that. But I know it is because we're at the fucking Super Bowl. I know it's big. I want close up. And I want to see these people close up. I did think, um, I thought Kendrick's was so cool. I was, you know, on the edge of my seat. Eminem, I wanted just to see him more close up. And um, 50 Cent, I thought, hadn't performed in a while, but I was excited to see him. And then I thought um, Mary J. Blige was incredible after she danced so hard in the first part where it's a little bit less... A, um, vocally straining to do the um, let's get it crunk up you know that it's like easier to be winded and sing that but then she saved the belting song for right after that when this bitch has gotta be winded after dancing that hard and she hit every note you could tell it was live and I just thought it was incredible and she looked so good and she must be in her fucking 50s people are going off about Eminem's eyebrows apparently they definitely didn't. got tinted <laughs> tinted brows and a t- tinted beard. I mean, he's I'm not gonna lie. Things. I feel like he's added he hair on his so beard hot. too. No, he looked young and hot. Sorry, Eminem cares about the way he looks, as does fucking everyone. Get over it. He always has. Always has a hoodie with a hat. He looked so good, and he sounded good. They just what he was cool to me last was, night too. Yeah, I saw that. They told him not to, and it's like he's not being paid for this. Do you know yeah, they don't he'll get be paid? Fine. He, what are they going to do? Take away yeah, his was, chance to perform? He's performing. And no one does the Super Bowl twice. No, he's okay. Um, He's like, oh, I won't do it. Okay. <laughs> I thought it. Noah, did you have any thoughts? I didn't watch all of it, but I liked um, Dr. Dre playing the piano <laughs> and the musicians. I like that there was actual yes. musicians on there. It was so cool. I thought, I just, I want to watch it again, but I thought, um, yeah, I just wanted more. I wanted to see it more close up. But I really wanted 50 to, instead of hanging, just to fly in like Lady Gaga. That would have been cool. I don't remember Lady Gaga's flying. Someone she said that. She came in from the yeah, roof. I don't remember it. Was it like the I, Rocketeer. I wasn't even drinking during that time. I got to go back and watch all Super Bowl performances because they are, they're just such spectacles. But it was so cool to see people that you just don't worry about, you know? They've done it. All these songs they've sung and yeah. rapped so many times. They're in California. I, I never worry about hit. massive talents, but it's there's just something about watching someone who has been at it for 25 plus years, some of those 30, 40 years at this point, and you just go, this is nothing to them. They're not nervous. This is like any other thing, and there's something really fun wow. about that, and they, were, they seem to be having fun. I do think we should like send Snoop Dogg to talk to Russia about not attacking Ukraine. Like, I feel like there's a presence of Snoop Dogg that's so cool. And calming. And calm in any, like he could be in any situation. Maybe because he went to jail for so long, or like, you know, he's dealt with so much. How long was so he in jail? I think a day or two. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was a but long it feels- day. It was, yeah, it was... Yeah. Daylight saving for in, in Snoop Dogg years. That's seven yeah, that's days. Seven days. <laughs> that was a pretty good joke. <laughs> that was a great joke. Thanks. But um, yeah, so he, you know, I don't know. There's something about him, like well, you said, a guy like that he just, just talks like this and is high all uh, the time. Do you think he was really fucking? I wonder because you know how I was telling you about Bill Maher how he never smokes pot before a real time taping. 
or no, TV Snoop taping. High. But Bill uh, Maher will smoke a ton of weed before performing stand up in any way because stand up is different to him. I wonder what because I think there's people that really make being a pothead as their lifestyle work have a little bit of um you know rules about it where they you you can't be a weed addict and be as successful and look as good as he is for I that many know. years. I feel I like mean, I definitely think he's addicted, but you know, if I, I had just to think guess, he's I don't think it in some way. I don't think Snoop is like, well, this is for this and this is for that. But I, I bet could be you wrong. Anything he is, he might have a, you different don't become strains. that successful. He probably has different strains. I would have, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. I bet you. Like student tie strain. I loved in terms of commercials. I just want to say I loved the Paul Rudd Seth Rogen one. I thought that was really fun. I um the a lot one of with cryptocurrency Anna, one. Yes, right? a lot of like being yelled at about not getting into crypto and feeling the pressure <laughs> there. Um, maybe that's what I'll do today. I'll quit diet coke and get into crypto. <laughs> I feel ashamed that I'm not involved with it. Um, and I I missed. I missed the part of the game where the fucking Bengals lost. I, I fell asleep. I was so what? tired. I had I I had was so sleep deprived and um and I also like didn't uh, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a major factor too. But I'll tell you what, Joe Burrow is so cute. He's a little Colkin. Joe Burrow, a little Colkin. He's all five of the them ki- put together. Who's the kicker for the <laughs> a Bengals? Culkin. Huh? Who's the kicker for the? Oh, uh, he's a good McPherson. Oh boy, he is a cutie. Yeah, he went to Florida. And so is the um the stud. guy who's the the main guy that they kept showing for for the Rams. Matt Stafford. He's cute too. Yeah, he's very handsome. Man. Oh my God, what is with football players being so very cute. handsome? I don't remember him. Cooper Cup looks like um, what's the guy uh, Amish like a hot Amish man, okay. but who like is missing? Like, I heard his name a bunch. Chromosome. I will say that I hate Chris Collinsworth's voice more oh, than you've any. always hated it i can't and then we looked it up and he dated 12 year olds when he was 26 i can't stand his voice i don't know what it is it's just it sounds like it's on the brink of going out yeah and i wish joe buck would have been doing the super bowl we got to go to break we're going to come back with top one bottom one and it's a special valentine's day oh, edition. i had something to talk about the hats damn it Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Andrew, what did you want to say about the halftime show? Let's no, get it in. Just every celebrity in the crowd trying to make the halftime performance about them. Did you see Bieber? And them? They no. were all loving it. They were all loving it. But I you, get what do you it. mean they were making it about them? Because they were enjoying it? But not just enjoying it, like literally, like they were, perf- like they were part of, which. But that do happens your at thing. every rea- like do uh, your thing. award do your show. Thing. You go to I the just, audience, and they're. I want. What would you prefer? Little, him just uh, I felt. Uh, it just felt a little uh, much to well, me. We gotta get come up with a title for you. This guy who thinks everyone. I mean, obviously, Justin Bieber. I don't think I'm wrong, though. You're not, but. Would you, if you had a camera right in your face, knowing it's going to cut to you at some point in the performance, what would you have been doing, Andrew Collin, during that performance? What would you have been doing differently? California knows how to party. You wouldn't have been... California! Everybody! It's it's more about me! Hey, Noah, can we cut to the picture of the Jumbotron? (laughs) 
<laughs> that when Andrew and I got on the jumbotron and uh. it was my name and Andrew got into my shot. Can we cut to that right now and see if Andrew would not make it about him? Uh, let's get to top one, bottom one. <laughs> It's that, was one, different. One. that was different. Uh-huh. That was completely different. That's, yeah, okay. I was trying to hype you up. Um, top one, bottom one today is... <sighs> romantic gestures. The category? Romant- classic romantic gestures. And, and uh, for Halloween, or for Halloween, for Valentine's Day, which is some <laughs> of our Halloweens. Um, Spookier. There's so many cliche things that men do for women, women do for men, but it's more about like, you know, heterosexual relationships and what is done for, I'll say in any relationship, what is done for the female energy person. Um, Our top thing that we like personally. Top that we like or bottom thing that we like? It's bottom and top, you know. So let's start with the bottom, our least favorite romantic gesture, which may or may not be something that happens a lot and frequently on, uh, you know, on Instagram on on Valentine's Day. Andrew, do you have one? Because I could get us started. Yeah, get us started. Get us started. Um, I think that um, rose petals on the bed. Uh, First of all, flowers. I'll just say flowers. That's bottom? Bottom wow. for me, and and listen, I'm not considering every like way an animal could be. Anytime an animal is involved with some kind of message or delivery, me no like. But I will say flowers for me. I do love them when I get them. I think they are a gigantic waste of money, though. And I would honestly prefer a card that said, instead of flowers, I picked you this fucking. I picked something in the guard. I picked a three leaf clover for you. It doesn't even have to be four leaf and tape it to a card and say, this is your flower. Or if you want some kind of plant that has been destroyed, here you go. And I've donated (laughs) the $60 to the St. Louis stray rescue. That like, that is so much. And I know flower shops need to stay in business. Don't worry. This isn't going to threaten them. Girls, they will never go out of business. They ups, they upcharge so much and flowers are beautiful. Um, but they are so expensive, and I just think that I would rather people waste their money on literally anything. And we'll get to what uh, I think that could be in the, the top one. Andrew, do you have a bottom? I mean, I guess it's more about like what I do, what I've done in the past, because I don't feel like girls get as many presents for the guy. I don't. Yeah, no, we're talking about things that are done for female energy. Okay, for female yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, in gen- it doesn't have to be things you've done. Well, like- what I did do one time... Uh, no, rose petals I did from like the door to the bed mm. in college with my college girlfriend. And I, I honestly, I don't even know if she slept in the hotel room that night. I think she, I don't even know she came. <laughs> so it's just setting yourself up for failure. Yes. Little well, Hansel and Gretel to the bed. Oh, dude. Yeah. It was like, uh, it was like Hansel and it was just Hansel alone I, in bed crying. It is cliche. <laughs> I almost went with that as my bottom because it is so stupid. And honestly, the other day on my bed here at my hotel, they put rose petals all over the bed and did a big heart. And she know the woman who cleans my room knows I'm here alone. She's cleaning up after. I mean, she probably cleans up enough fucking diet Coke that she thinks I'm supporting a family of 18. But um, they put rope and I'm just like, now I just have to clean this shit up. I just think that flowers are in the vase for flowers is such a burden because you just get, end up with this thing that you put on top of your cabinets and it gets and just moldy. Makes clutter. The water gets moldy. Yes. And the, the water gets moldy. So what, do, what should we do instead of a flower? Well, we'll get girl. to that for the top one. Oh, okay. No, a bottom for you. Okay. Anything that's a surprise, like, um, that involves like a big, like, gesture Just like a with a, 
like for example, other people in the public yeah like like a surprise uh engagement with like a group of people with your friends and family a jumbotron oh. uh you know okay. surprise like just like anything big and public like that oh i love that I want everyone to know. Like, I, I, I thought would, you hate that. No, no, no. I, I thought I you hate like, a public engagement. I, 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 th- I love it. Super Bowl engagement last night, by the way. There was? From the team that lost. No, no. Oh. no the oh. team that won. I wish it was. Oh, really? I wish they lost so yeah, to see if he'd still do I it. I love it. You know, that, it's cute. I, I hated the Adele one because I thought that it was stupid that everyone thought Adele planned it. Yeah. That's a different thing. But I do love um, public displays of. And I watch the wedding too much video all the, the time. There's one Bruno Mars Marry Me is the song and the guy puts his girlfriend in the back of a, a Volvo like she's facing out. You know those seats that face out in the back and they leave the trunk up. You guys got to watch it. Marry Me, Bruno Mars. Noah, you shouldn't because it'll you'll it's your fucking bottom. But I love this shit and they do a whole um, dance. Like he starts off by being like, um, he puts headphones on her so she's listening to the Bruno Mars song and then it plays out of the back as well and then the car starts slowly pulling out of the down the street and they blocked off the street and all of their friends come together along the way and in the song it's like um it's a beautiful night you're looking for something fun to do it's okay baby I want to marry you and then there's a part where it says or maybe it's the dancing like dancing blues or something but it sounds like dancing jews and so they have all these rabbis come in dancing at that part oh. and um but it's all their friends and it's and you can tell they're like musical theater nerds because all of their friends are just like loving it and walking along and it moves me so much and it's this big proposal at the end it's like because i want to marry you and then her family comes in at the end you can tell she didn't expect to see them it's so cute and you should watch it um let's go to our top one romantic gesture i'll start us off a card that shares your feelings. Just a simple card literally can be a piece of computer paper from the printer. You fold in half, you draw a fucking heart on the front, and then you write at least one whole page densely of your feelings about someone with a couple jokes in it, but truly like how you really feel and being vulnerable. And it can be the cheapest thing. All you need is a pen and paper. And I think that is, that's the best possible thing for Valentine's Day is just, or birthdays, anything. It's always what I give is a, try to make a card that's really heartfelt that says everything I can't really say to this person to their like face about them. And that's what I like. And I just right here have my card from the guy I'm seeing. And it is, and usually he gets me cards that are just like, you're hot, I love. And then it's like, it's usually like a one-liner inside because he is effusive in very in other ways. And I've never told him like, I really want you to write a full thing, but I just opened it up and it's it's pretty dense. Yeah, I think it just and says I haven't you, seen you hot 30 times. Andrew, top one. Me barring that card. <laughs> <laughs> Chris looks like Andrew if I just, oh I could God. switch it up in Chris, Andrew. Uh, I think the nicest thing that I, that I do that isn't like regarding like money or anything romantic is a massage that like where I break out lotion and all that shit oh, yes. without expecting sex. Don't touch the vagina. Just give a real fucking massage, like a real mas- not that like, Oh, my fingers hit or, Oh, I've been doing it for six minutes. Where's my massage? I'm talking like a massage. I'm talking oils, candles, 
That is a great idea. And like, and just like really paying attention and taking my time. I don't think there could With be much no, nicer. With no, no, like you no, should wear like, a snowsuit. Yeah, I should wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should wear a chastity belt. <laughs> like no anticipation. I would, but I'd lose the key. Maybe fuck before it and then do it, so you know that there's no. Oh uh, yeah, you yeah. know that you can, and you're like, oh, I don't really even think I want to. <laughs> yeah, squeeze out all my cum possible. Um, I love that. I love, I love doing that because really it is like, and it's so sensual, and you get to touch every part, and it's loving. It really is. Like, is there anything more loving than getting a head massage? Like, I fucking... It's like, so... Just, especially, like, they, right where here. Where you know where they... Like, the oh, third yes. eye. Or, like, where here in the temples. In, yeah, your third eye. Oh. Your third eye chakra. Noah. It's the clit of your forehead. <laughs> oh, see, I like um, the temples <laughs> and, like, the, like, uh, like jaw. Right oh. here where your jaw hinges. Mm. Oh, baby. Even though I just watched the other day. I'm, like, all of my YouTube suggestions are stories about people with like crazy body things like the girl without that was born without a jaw the girl that was born and with and can't stop eating the girl that lost all of her skin and it's all these amazing people that have like the the boy who's made of tumors and it's just like i i don't know why youtube just found something that i'm into and it's just amazing to see these stories of perseverance Um, no, it doesn't uh, sound like children books. <laughs> yes, it does. And the it, boy made out they of teach tumor. me important life lessons, um, like uh, it might be a good idea for, for children books, like the darkest children books possible. Yeah, to, not a bad to, idea to make them learn lessons and yeah, yeah, be but grateful really for their dark. jaws. Honestly, I was grateful for my fucking jaw the other day because I watched this girl who was so amazing and has to like he she. How does she eat? She um they they took one of her ribs. And made it into a small no. jaw, but it will never have a hinge. And so it's just there. She, she, I think she eats like she has to just eat soft things. And um, she's on TikTok and she just type the girl without a born without a jaw. She's so the way her brother like om- almost cries talking about how proud he is of her is the sweetest thing. She's very musical because she thought she'd never express herself vocally because she can't. She, she talked like this. Her brother had the same illness, but just grew a beard. I heard. Oh, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> God damn it, that's funny. Noah. Okay. What's your what's your top uh, romantic gesture? So, um anything that's like kind of like made by hand. So it could be like a mm. even like a ah. like a macaroni frame for our photo. Uh yes. Something drawn, something played. Something that took time other than handing money to someone at a cash register. Yeah, exactly. And has creativity involved. But you oh. could argue that you spent time earning that money to spend. So every woman is different, but I do. Lo- yeah. Creativity also. Um, yeah, I love someone that. Someone like made you like an iron work. Like you knew they had to like Ooh. bend iron Chris and shit. literally makes me. He's, he welds. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, he also does stained glass. Oh. And he what? one Valentine's he made me. I, maybe it was my birthday. He made me a bird that I have in my room. And then this Christmas he made me um, a tail like a. a a square Taylor Swift like album like her album 1989 he did he designed it all and made it and um that's so and I told him hey um I want all nine of her albums done like that and I want to display them in my window because they're tiny and they would look so cool all of them and I was like but I don't want to wait for birthdays and Christmas like I want you to do it (laughs) I was like can I just like pay you and he's like no I'll do it I'm like and he he was just like what do you mean you don't want it and I was like I just want it now (laughs) like do I have to wait and I just think um yeah anything handcrafted is is really nice too but um and it's sexy you like envision like the medieval times of them like 
breaking like, like yeah. the fire like falling yeah, collecting hitting it. flowers oh. yourself out on a walk or like some kind of like right. or stealing them from your neighbor who's yeah. like an old lady going to a like, cemetery and picking hand. some out yeah. <laughs> um my aunt lynn who died always used to steal flowers from cemeteries like she that was just a thing she did i know it's an awful thing but it was funny because we have not buried her yet because she died when we all couldn't be together so we're kind of figuring out what to do with her or like just as a Where is she plaque or something. And I want to go, I want to put her at a cemetery and like, I want a, her thing to say, um, take whatever flowers are here, <laughs> you know, like to, yeah. as a way to give back to anytime she gets flowers, like it will, they will always be taken to give back because it's true. Like the dead people aren't going to, where's her body? Them. Did she cremate? She was cremated. Oh, so her, oh, I'm oh. going to get some of, um, she had her, my cousin's ashes. They, when she died, my cousin who was her son, who's my best friend growing up, who Andrew, you remind me a lot of, cause I want you to die. Um, <laughs> She uh, so she had his no she had his ashes and we never really knew what happened to JD's ashes and so I'm gonna get some and I'm so fucking excited about it I don't know what I'm gonna do about it but just having there there's something about it that makes me like really excited I don't I know that's dumb but final thought um, what do you want to be cremated no no, no. I, you wanna I saw a funny joke this guy his kid died and the Whoa. kid got cremated You're like the end yeah that's it. Anyways, what else? Uh, no, no, no. So his son got cremated and he's like, how do I even know? Like he had a thought like, is that really him in there? Like they could just <laughs> literally throw in anything. That and reminds you- me of <laughs> Why, Cosby, honestly, oh. because Cosby's son got murdered. Oh, yeah. Remember? And um, they were talking about it. This documentary is so good. Again, it's called We Need to Talk About Cosby. And um, Did his son just, get murdered on the side of the road or yes. something? Yes. And they don't get into like what happened because I don't really remember what happened. But they did say that, you know, he was at the time doing a show called Cosby. It was after the Cosby show had ended, but he was doing a He was on set and, you know, he missed a couple days of work. And then he came back and he gathered everyone together and walked in like. He, one of the writers was like, he kind of walked in like, and here's Bill to like talk to everyone about his son dying. And he came in and he was like, it was a little weird because they were like, and now Bill Cosby to talk, to address yeah. the cast and crew about his son's passing that we're all like waiting to hear. Like, to Your daughter got cancer. Like it's goes, not a good voice. He goes, for- but that's the way Bill did everything was oh. like, he's now Bill Cosby. And so he just, <laughs> he did a whole, he did a whole comedy routine essentially about his son dying only four days after he died because he said, you know, that's how he had to flip it. And also he's a fucking sociopath. Dear God, you have to watch this documentary. He is. What's it on Hulu? I'll watch um, it tonight. Yeah, it's, for some reason, night. I'm not getting it on Hulu in Mexico. I had to do it through Showtime, and I just did the free trial. But man, is it worth it? It's um. So it, let's do a deep dive. Kamau let's Bell, do a deep dive on Thursday. I mean, it's you know what it is interesting as someone who obviously, if you like to hear about like how people came to fame and like hearing about stories about show business careers. I mean, they cover all of that and they cover, it's almost like the, the OJ Simpson documentary where it said, what was the setting? What was the time like when this all went down yeah. that we allowed this to happen? What was the culture? What was what it, he did for black America? What he then did to warrant Hannibal Burris going on stage and completely, um, you know, Hannibal Burris, a gr- the most grainy video you've ever seen shot is the one of Hannibal Burris in Philadelphia, which is ironic because that's where Cosby is from, on stage saying, you know, Cosby 
telling us to pull up our pants and that, you know, lambasting single mothers for not doing enough and, and you know, fa- absentee fathers and black people need to be better and talk clearly and all these things. And he's like, and motherfucker, we're not raping all over the place. Why don't you're a rapist? And the audience kind of goes, what? And he goes, Google it. He goes, Google, when you go home, Google Bill Cosby rape. It definitely has more results than Hannibal Burris. And wow. the irony now is that Hannibal Burris's name is probably in most of those Google results for B- Bill Cosby rape because he was the one that got everyone. I, I saw it before he even, he did like that. What's that show that? Uh, he said it was a bit. He wasn't even like. It yeah, wasn't. I saw it at like a small bar show. He just started talking about it and everyone was like, what? Yeah. I was like, I saw it live. I just remember being like whoa you know like because we never because of the sweater they're night sweaters he's a doctor on it's like calling out like who would be like that now like where no honestly bob saget i was thinking like he the way people are talking about him as like america's dad i mean that's one of my lyrics in the song was like you know he was it would be like someone like bob saget who after after bob's death obviously ever it's come out even more what amazing man he was It'd be like that. It would be like Mr. Rogers. Honestly, it is like, it was so, it was, oh, you know who someone compared it to? Because at first they said. I'm thinking more like The Rock or someone like that. Yeah, well, absolutely The Rock. But they said during the documentary that at first, the when you became a comedian in the 90s, you found out from like, there are certain things when you become in the show, in show business that you find out that the general public doesn't know. I always say that when you land in LA and become part of like, when when you when you move to Hollywood to make it and you're kind of in insider like talking to people who've been around a while, you find out Ellen is actually not nice. Yeah. That's one of the first things they're like, Ellen's a cunt, and you're like, what? And I I compare it to like a lay when you get off the plane in Hawaii. They're just like, Ellen's a cunt, and they're you're like, oh, I'm gonna bring this back to the Midwest and show my mom, and they're like, it's not gonna hold up by the time you get back. It'll it'll all fall apart, and she's not gonna believe you. But you there are certain things you know, and everyone kind of knows open secrets, obviously is I think what they're called. And the one that they say back then was that Bill caught Co- or uh, Robin Williams steals jokes and Bill Cosby is a notorious philanderer. He cheats on his wife, which was crazy back then, which was already the most crazy thing because he's the family guy, you know? And so that was the craziest thing to imagine that Bill Cosby cheats, let alone is a serial rapist, but he cheats on his wife. And someone said, a woman in the documentary said, that would be like saying Barack Obama cheats on Michelle. That's how, yeah, that's yeah, how incendiary yeah. that was back then. That's a good example. And, um, and, and even imagining that made my heart sink. I was like, no, he didn't, you know, about Barack. But no, he took his own flight to Epstein's Island. Oh, but you just see that when Bill Cosby gets a little bit older, he starts getting more crotchety and he just starts making his little fucking bed for them to come through. And women were not being believed at any point during all this. And by the way, he he was a master in getting women to not talk about it. None of these women talked about it, even to their closest. There's only one woman that I can remember who really shared it with her partner, maybe two in, in the documentary that it covers. Most of these women never said a thing about it until this all came to be because they truly felt it was their fault. And most of them, and almost maybe, I don't want to say gratefully, can't remember the assault. They just woke up naked. And they don't, the last thing they remember is, you know, f- falling face first into a backgammon board. Um, and I just want to say, you should watch the documentary for the most interesting detail of the whole thing that I will not spoil, but it involves my favorite food, oatmeal. So that's all I'm going to say. So you should go watch it to learn what the fuck that's all about because I still don't know. 
and I would love to speculate with you once you do watch it. Talk um, about a commercial for oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go have another bowl. Thank you so much for joining us on Valentine's Day. I hope you had fun. We really covered it all on here. Uh, I love you so much, you guys. Thanks for being there for us in our lives and, and so supportive and sweet. And you're just the best fans. And we're coming up on a year. And we're grateful for each and every one of you we've got along the way. And we'll be celebrating that uh, as we go on. Because, yeah, you guys make this show possible. And uh, we're just, you're the best. And we got special fun announcements coming up as well. Uh, so with that Andrew Noah great pod everyone else out there don't be kuh and And Jack Jack Reacher I was gonna say that but I almost said Jack the Reacher Uh, like Jack the Ripper which wouldn't have been right or the barber something that makes me crazy is when people say well I had this career before but it was a waste and that's where the perspective shift comes that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now this is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish Sussman, every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.